0: Maybe even track down some of the other teachings that we have available through podcasts, whether it's through Audible or Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can do all of that at our church website at calvarydivine.org. That's calvarydivine.org. Today, if you have your Bibles ready, we are in Advent season, and we are in the book of Luke, chapter 1, verses 1 through 38. The title of this sermon is, Are You Highly Favored by God? Here is the first half of this two-part study. So, Luke chapter one, we're actually gonna be looking at um, the story of Elizabeth and Mary, because I think it's important for us to do that, especially since we finished Malachi up, and we had the message of the, uh, the messenger that would prepare the way, and so that is, um, we spoke about that a little bit about the 400 years of silence and we i know i covered that pretty quickly but in daniel chapter 7 through 9 it goes through all of that and the teachings are online uh you can definitely sneak into those and listen to them and uh we we spent a lot of time not only dealing with the statue and the history um including the generals uh the four generals for Greece Um, And then also we spent quite a bit of time on uh, the tribulation, explaining the tribulation and how everything's going to happen. And so I would highly recommend that you either go find those teachings online that are there or find someone that you respect and that teaches verse by verse, that teaches the book of Daniel and dive into it. It's fun. It's a fun book. Um, a lot of prophecies uh, that amazing prophecy that was fulfilled those 135 prophecies that were fulfilled just in the Daniel chapter 11. Um, So we looked at that 400 years we also looked at Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14 as we knew about the birth of Christ some 700 years before his birth and and so when we look at this tonight I the the way that I I just simply entitled entitled this is because there's a Uh, something that said to Mary you're highly favored highly favored and that would be my question to all of us are we highly favored to the Lord like is our our, like is God looking at your walk and going man I'm high I I, I'm highly favored of that 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 child that's my child um but we'll look at it it's important for us because we're going to get a little bit more about Mary today and and I but I think it's important that we also look at um Elizabeth as well, because it's it's a beautiful piece of scripture as well. Um, the most important thing that you need to get from this teaching tonight is to remember the virgin birth. Uh, that it is the um, Joseph. If, if Joseph has relations with Mary, then Jesus is born with sin. Because uh, we all have the sin, meaning that uh, Jesus said that, 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 you know, we're from Adam. And so Adam, it, we're born with the sin nature, every person. Except for Jesus. And so John chapter 8 verse 41 says. You do the deeds of your father. Then they said to him. We were not born of fornication. We have one father. God. So you can imagine. This is the Pharisees. And Sadducees speaking to Jesus. Saying that you were born of fornication. Now I want you to think about this. This is Jesus. So imagine how much Mary put up with. And Joseph, so as soon as Jesus is on the scene, that's the first thing they throw out at him, and and so they knew about that. But we know that uh, that the Lamb of God is without blemish. And Exodus chapter twelve, verse five, it says, "Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats." And First Peter chapter one, verses eighteen through nineteen says, um, "Let me, there we go." Knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold for your aimless conduct received by traditions from your fathers. But remember this, that you're, what are you redeemed by? But with the precious blood of Christ as the lamb without, without blemish, without spot. So when, when and, and that's a beautiful thing because people will struggle with the virgin birth. And what's crazy is most people believe in the virgin birth you talk to people they'll accept it i think it's up to like 60 something percent of people who accept it and 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 the crazy part of it is is non-believers believe in the virgin birth it's like 30 something percent of non people who don't even follow christ believe in the virgin birth try to make sense out of that it's hard to to wrap your head around that like they believe that but they won't follow follow god and the reason they won't follow god is because of sin they want to do what they want to do, how they want to do it. And and so, just something to think about. You know, it's it's amazing, but that was in a Barner survey that was done many years ago. Um, but the conception of the virgin birth, it's important for me. Like, I can grasp that because I believe that the God of the universe can do anything. Again, like I said, when you deal with the, the verse chapter of the Bible, the first verse, if you can't accept that, you're going to struggle the rest of the way, and and so remembering that the the uh, the Bible is inerrant and it's it is uh, <laughs> God created us. He created the human body. You know we forget that, and and so we're created and and knitted in the womb, and yet He can't do this. There's thirty something, thirty four percent of Christians that don't believe in it. And call themselves followers of Christ, but they don't believe, so that means that they believe that Jesus is born of Joseph, which means he's not the Messiah, he's born of sin. 34% of Christians. This is why it's important for you to understand, and this is why we're taking the time to go over this slowly, is so you understand. So, I want to make sure that y'all grasp the importance of the scripture. In verse 1 of chapter Luke, it says, uh, Inasmuch as many have taken in hand to set in order a narrative of those things which have been fulfilled among us, just as those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word delivered them to us. It seemed good to me also, having had perfect understanding of all things, from the very first to write to you an orderly account the most excellent Theopolis, that you may know certainly of those things which uh, which you were instructed. So what we have here happen first is we have Luke, the doctor, saying, hey, look, eyewitnesses. These are eyewitness accounts. So as a doctor, his notes, his, his interviews, everything that he would have done would have been very detailed. And he's writing this to th- the most excellent Theophilus who sent him out to go do this. And he's like, hey, These things you can know for certainty. I witnessed some of these things, too. And we had eyewitnesses to see as well. And so that's important for us to dive into. Now we get into verse 5. It says, there was in the day of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the division of Abijah. His wife was the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Now, we get the information of the parents of John the Baptist, Zacharias, and Elizabeth. But we also find out that King Herod, who ruled at the time, was appointed by the the Roman Empire. And him being appointed by the Roman Empire, the um, man deemed himself to be a Jew, even though he wasn't. He also gave him the title King of Kings and and he'll also be in part of the bible story we will see on christmas eve as one of the ones who um sadly uh wanted to kill the baby and, and it goes back to the seed that satan had always been trying to to kill and so he kills any male under two years old um in bethlehem so it's it, it's just you know we need to remember that as we look at this, it's a very dark period for Israel as we dive into this. Remember, they haven't heard from God in a while. It's been a long time. The last thing they got was, hey, there's a messenger coming, and then and the new the the covenant's coming, and that's all they 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 knew. And, and so you know now they 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 are dealing with Herod who had, who was a tyrant. He had some ten wives. If he didn't like you. You were dead. He killed his own family members. He, he was not a good man at all. But he called himself the king of the Jews. He, and, and most of the buildings that were built were built by Herod. Most of the temples and things that are still standing, they're Herod built. Because he wanted to be known as this great builder, this great, like I'm this king. Look at what I can do. And that was Herod. But we see that in the midst of this, there's still the remnant. Right. We still have the remnant. So we have Zacharias who's going to go in and actually something that he's doing that only comes once in a lifetime. Let's read in verse six. It says, and they were both righteous before God. So he tells them, hey, Zacharias and Elizabeth, not King Herod, Zacharias and Elizabeth, both righteous before God, walking in all commandments and ordinance of the Lord, blameless." But they had no child because Elizabeth was barren and they were both well advanced in years. So they're old. Uh, Elizabeth has not been able to have child, but they're both blameless and they kept the commandments and the ordinances of God. And so God is is going to this is who John the Baptist's parents are going to be. And and Elizabeth well advanced in years. Right. But the baby's going to come. God can do this. It's been done before. So it, was, so it was that while he was serving as priest before God in the order of his divisions, according to the custom of the priesthood, his lot fell to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. So it's his time to burn incense. And for him to do this, this is something that only happens maybe once in a lifetime for a priest. You do this one time you're going into the holy of the holies they would tie a rope to your leg because if you weren't holy you would drop dead and then they have to pull that person out and the next person goes in so you can I've always laughed because I think to myself how scary would it be to have somebody dragged out and you're you're the next person on deck and they got to tie that rope around you how scared would you be right to go in there and do that but that's this is this is um, Zacharias's responsibility. And I love that because it says the priest before God in the order of his division. He's part of the Aaron's, So he's part of the Levitical priest. According to the custom of the priesthood, his lot fell to burn incense and went. He went into the temple of the Lord. So he's in the Holy of Holies. And the whole multitude of the people were was praying outside at, in the hour of incense. So as he's going to do this, people are outside praying. And, and so here's what happens next. This is what's crazy about this. I love this. Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zachariah saw him, he was troubled. And fear fell upon him. And so every time an angel appears, fear. It's not, it is not the precious moments angels that you see. It's not that. They're a separate created being by God. And every time you see in the Bible, you don't see anybody just being like, oh, angel, they're in fear every time. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your prayer is heard and your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son and you shall call his name John. So he tells him not to be afraid like, hey, Zacharias, it's okay. don't be afraid. You can imagine how scared Zacharias is. So there is a little bit of understanding here. He's probably taken out like he's in this zone of like, I got to light this incense and I got to get out of here. I'm going into the Holy of Holies. I need to do my thing and go. Right. And so what happens? The angel appears and he's scared. And so he gets do not be afraid. And the beauty of it is very important that you catch in verse 13 for your prayer is heard. For your prayer is heard. When we pray to God, your prayers are being heard. I think the only time we hear that there's a conflict is when a husband's being a knucklehead and is not not leading properly or not doing the things they're supposed to do, and it hinders the prayer. And I love that because it's, it's comfort to know, like, hey, the Lord heard your prayer. He sent me. He sent me. And he says, your prayer and your wife Elizabeth will bear a son and you shall call his name John. So we have John the Baptist here. And you will have joy and gladness and many will rejoice at his birth. So nobody's expecting this child because she's barren. She's in advanced years and here we go. It's like the baby's coming. He says, for we will be great in the sight for he will be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. Only two that were born with the Holy Spirit, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, conceived by the Holy Spirit and John the Baptist in the womb with the Holy Spirit when he comes out. And he says, and he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their god that's what his message was the preparer uh the messenger what does he do he he simply says repent repent for your sins it's a message of repentance he will also go before him in the spirit and the power of elijah and we know in the verse later on that jesus confirms that when they they ask him who is john was john doing what john was supposed to be doing like are you the guy jesus are you the man were you the one that was supposed to come? Because he's in jail and he's freaking out. Right? His faith is, is on shaky ground. And he sends his disciples out to go talk to Jesus. And Jesus says he came in the spirit of Elijah. Confirming the scripture. But he tells him everything that the scripture said, I'm doing. That's what it, he got back. And and so John's is, life is, is a great study. Um, I I... I tell people all the time, I think if you, you know, you look at examples of the Bible, John the Baptist and Daniel are great examples uh, of faith. Um, You know, Jesus is always the number one. But when we look at, you know, people who are not God, (laughs) fully God, fully man, Daniel and John the Baptist were were two guys that we could definitely look at um, that were spiritual leaders. They, They led and they had no problem speaking on sin. We need more pastors that have no problem saying, hey, that's a sin. And he calls them out. He has no problem. But he's born with the Holy Spirit. And he'll turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord God. And so he says again, and and he will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah and turn the hearts of their fathers to children and, and the disobedient to wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord so he's preparing the way for Jesus but he says like the disobedient to wisdom what a great prayer right lord all this this family members in disobedience bring them to wisdom of the just so he knows what is the right thing to do or she knows what the right thing is to do and zacharias said to the angel how shall i know this <laughs> the levitical priest who is just and righteous in the in the eyes of god just ask a question that has been answered in scripture time and time again and and it's 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 sad how shall i know this and he says for i'm an old man and my wife is well advanced in years he's like hey she the the window is closed on my wife it's done she's well advanced right and and when I hear that, every time I hear that, if you're a man, you're telling your your, your friends or you're introducing this, my old old lady, you don't be doing that. She's well advanced in years. It's like, what is wrong with you? So it's, it's you see that, but it's like at the end of the day, we we see that he's struggling with this focus. How is this going to happen? Um, I was just in the presence of God, the angel. And the angel and the lord sent me because he heard your prayer and you're asking me how is this going to happen this is us this is humanity this is again this is why i love the bible because we see humanity at work we immediately go well how can that happen god we forget that he's god and so we need to remember like when we look at these things is it's like you know zacharias in this moment is like struggling to grasp this when the angel says in verse 19 so we find out who he is there's only two bibles listed in the bible uh, two angels listed in the bible i'm sorry two angels listed in the bible michael and and gabriel that's it there's only two that are listed by name and gabriel was where somebody give it to me okay no where was gabriel else in the bible we we just did the study he appeared to who Remember, he was praying because he was struggling about the. Who said it? Come on, people. Daniel. We were just in the book of Daniel not too long ago. Lord, I've done a bad job. What's wrong with me? Was it? It hadn't been but a year. Oh, everybody! Everybody! Everybody's like, oh, I wasn't here. I I just started attending the church. <laughs> so so Gabriel and it's a beautiful piece of scripture i think it's in daniel 9 or in i believe it's 9 but there it's a beautiful piece of scripture because daniel is stressed because of the the tribulation picture that he's gotten and what's going to happen to the nation of israel and and the lord sends gabriel and what he's like you're like he answers daniel's prayer and so we get two instances where we see prayer answered Prayer is uh, like you can do more through prayer than you can do by your works. And, and we need to remember that. But it's and I need to do a better job. I guess I'm man. Lord, <laughs> are like, Mike, come on. It's all your fault, man. I got it. I'll take the I'll take the hit. I, I always love it. I'm like, yeah. OK, well, that's cool. But Gabriel talks to him and He says, and the angel answered and said to him, I am Gabriel who stands in the presence of of God who stands in the presence of God the God who is being worshipped at this moment holy 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 is the Lord God Almighty and Ab- there's Gabriel standing and, and the Lord says you need to go talk to to Zacharias and, he, and I love what he says and was sent to speak to you and bring you these glad tidings like this is joy a birth is joy the announcement of a birth is joy the announcement of a prayer that hasn't been answered is joy we 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 met the first our first men's prayer we had somebody who's barren that had been trying to have children we prayed a couple weeks later baby's there god answered that prayer and hopefully mom and we're praying for mom to to be healthy and deliver a healthy baby and And it's a celebration, it was a celebration for the church. That's why when we we the, I, I just don't get like when you read scripture and you see that this is glad tidings, the announcement of a birth, not just John the Baptist, but of a baby of a woman who's been barren, and now a child's going to be provided, how we can be as Christians and support abortion. What is wrong with us? It's It, it makes no sense to me. but behold, you will be mute. And not be able to speak until the days these things take place. Because you did not believe my words which will be fulfilled in their own time. It's like, hey bro, that was the last word you're going to say for a while. That's it. How can this be? You're not talking no more. Until the baby comes. Can you imagine? Like every time we doubted, none of us would be speaking. Yeah, We always had the question of why our pastor never talks that much. Maybe he, he's like, I'm not going to, I don't want to end up like Zacharias, man. <laughs> but I love that. But he says, and, and uh, until, these, uh, until the day these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their own time. God, God has it under control. And the people wait for Zacharias and marvel that he lingered so long in the temple. So you have people praying outside and they're thinking, hey, we're going to have to yank the rope here. Did anybody hear him fall? Because they had bells. They, they would have made a noise if he hit the ground. Right? They had little little bells around their, uh, their uh, apparel that they would wear when they go into the Holy of Holies. They would have heard it. But you have people praying to God as prayer is being answered by God. A God who's all-knowing. That's the beauty of this verse here. Like, we miss these little things. Like, it's like God has, like, these people are out here worshiping and praying. God sent an angel to speak to Zacharias. The prayer had been answered. And he's hearing all those other prayers that are going on out there. But they're they're marveling because, hey, wait a minute. He's lingered in the temple. Something's going on. But when he came out, he couldn't speak to them. And they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple for he had beckoned to uh, them and remained speechless he couldn't talk if he wanted to so it was as soon as the days of his service were completed he departed to his own house and now after those days his wife elizabeth conceived, and she hid herself for five months saying thus the lord has dealt with me and he looked on me to take take away my reproach among the people